So I made a statement on Twitter the other day, Dennis. Oh, I'm which sure. Was, uh, it was very controversial. Yeah. Going into it, I knew that it would be controversial, but I didn't. I didn't know it'd be so controversial. You just want to rile people up. I said Tesla should make a plug-in hybrid. What are your <sighs> thoughts on that phrase? You Does don't. it make you want to die? Makes me want to die. I don't know Why? how you could say something so silly like that. <laughs> are, are you against plug-in hybrids? What, what is this everyone I'm, I'm being... against Tesla having plug-in hybrids. Okay, that's fine. That's fair. That's fair. But that's not the general consensus here. The general consensus was is that uh, plug-in hybrids suck. That they're useless. That they're this middle ground that's unnecessary. I think... And my argument here was never... Really, I mean, I did say Tesla should make a plug-in hybrid, but I corrected myself multiple times in the comments where I said, okay, not Tesla, but someone needs to make a plug-in hybrid that's good. We need plug-in hybrids. And it seems people don't care about plug-in hybrids. Not only do they not care about them, they hate them, I'd go as far to say. Uh, I think a big reason is that there are not really any good plug-in hybrids. Yeah, but they don't want them. No one wants a good plug-in hybrid, at least not in this community. Well, I, I think they're pretty important. Well, I'm sure you understand that, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, when 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 our community looks at a plug-in hybrid, they see something that's half-baked. You half-did it. You didn't go all the way with having a full battery electric car. So for many people, I feel like when they see plug-ins, they're like, they look at it as a you know, half, half-assed vehicle, half-finished. Yeah, but it's finished. not impossible to make a good plug-in hybrid. Correct. I don't know why they're, they're seeing it this way. Well... I think if Tesla made a plug-in hybrid, it would be, again, this is an assumption, but it would be a good plug-in hybrid. It would probably be the best plug-in hybrid, which I think we do need better plug-in hybrids. Because, I mean, I think for a plug-in hybrid to be an acceptable, somewhat acceptable, um, uh compromise to a full electric car it has to have a decent all-electric range now as as we've said many times the average american drives what for, say 40 miles a day mm-hmm. that should be your baseline all-electric range and unfortunately maybe only a few cars ever have maybe even like one car maybe the volt and that was it and then every other plug-in hybrid at least released up until this year or last year, they've had all electric ranges that were in the 20 mile range, something like that, maybe 15, maybe 11. And when an all electric range is that low, then it doesn't really shock me that people turn their nose against uh, plug in hybrids. Uh, yeah, but five years ago, who would have thought we'd see a 500 ranged uh, electric car? True. That seemed out of reach too. I don't know why you would just think that a hundred miles on a PHEV is impossible. That's well, a because, silly assumption. Because no one's done it. That's and my whole argument, though. Someone should do it. And you gotta behead me. But I feel because <laughs> I think to put in the effort to get a good all-electric range in a plug-in hybrid, like the 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 research and development you have to do to, into those electric motors and to have that battery. You're 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 almost. It's going to be the same technology, just more in a regular battery electric car. So I don't know if anyone's going to put forth the effort of like, all right, we went through the effort of developing, you know, sourcing the battery, 
sourcing, you know, figuring out how to place this battery, having the electric motor placed in the car. They already did most of the heavy work. They just got to expand out on those principles into making a fully electric car. So I just don't know how many will do that in between, you know, uh, more or less stopgap between a, a gasoline engine and a. But here's the thing: it's actually electric. easier because sure. to build to build an electric car, you need to build a platform from the ground up. Well, for the most part, it is easier to just slap a, a hybrid powertrain onto an already existing ICE. We've seen it with basically every single plug-in hybrid that currently exists. They have a gasoline counterpart. Meanwhile, BEVs, on the other hand, for the most part, they don't. And the ones that do, it was because they just tried to slap it in there, and then they only had, what, compliance cars with 50, 75 miles of range. They're laughable. Mm -hmm. But it is easier for an automaker today, with their dated technology, it is easier for them to make a good PHEV than it is for them to make a good EV. You look at the Ford Mustang Mach-E, great car, great price, great everything, but it's still lacking in range. They would have took that battery and thrown it. It took half the battery, thrown it into a PHEV. It would have been a hundred mile and a hundred mile range a hybrid electric car. Then why has no one done it? I mean, they they are. We we are seeing a lot of companies develop their PHEVs. Uh, Ford has the Escape. Yeah, but what's uh, the all electric with range the on Rav4. those? Yeah, but what's... they're they're decent. They're they're above forties. They're decent, <laughs> but people just. At least in this community, they hate hybrid cars, and I think they're super important. They're they're the stepping stone in between a gasoline car and a fully electric one. I think the person who who goes into a plug-in hybrid will eventually get into an electric car, and I think the person who has that that middle gap, that that halfway step, will get into an electric car faster than the people who are too stubborn to give it a shot and stick with the IC. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to argue against you there. Yeah, well, everyone else did. Well, because you decided to tell them that <laughs> Tesla should make a plug-in hybrid, which might be the worst thing you've 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 said to me multiple times, and you still continue to say it to me. And I guess I didn't bully you enough into into <laughs> stop saying those words together. Okay, well, argue me this. Would Tesla, yes or no, make the best plug-in hybrid car? No. Really? Uh, Tesla doesn't have any experience with gasoline engines. There's so many third-party uh, manufacturers, suppliers for motors. Yeah, but then they have that, to... Yeah, they all run fine. Then they have to make a new platform to make a plug-in hybrid, and then they got to make a whole, you know... Tesla now just has to worry uh -huh. about yeah, electric no, motors and easy. batteries. That, yeah, it's not but if easy. they do a plug-in hybrid, then they have to come up with a completely new platform. To, so uh -huh. a line for that. Then they, they yes. have to have the engines. Then the uh -huh. smaller electric motors. Of and course. they have to add on all this nonsense to their factories okay. just to build plug-in hybrids. And it's not going to be worth it. Okay, well, let me, let me just run this through you. Tesla only delivered uh, less than or very close to half a million cars last year. Yes. Uh, their 10-year goal is 20 million cars a year. Yes. So yes. there's a lot in between a half a million and 20 million cars. Yes. No matter what, they're going to have to develop new cars. No matter what, they're going to have to develop new technology. No matter what, they're going to have to exponentially increase production facilities, everything. Probably. If they have to do it regardless, yes. 
if they have to start from scratch with a new card regardless, there's yes. no difference between starting from scratch in the model XYZ, I guess we already have the Y, and, and doing a hybrid. I don't think it would add too much, especially if they off-source supplies for the gasoline counterpart. And I th think it would do great. No, plug-in hybrids are not the solution. No, I don't think that we need an all-plug-in hybrid lineup. I don't think the future holds plug-in hybrids, but I think we will get to a, a higher market share of EVs, even a 100% market share of, of consumer-priced EVs, faster if we have better plug-in hybrids. I think we will take a lot longer to get there with these current bad plug-in hybrids. The ones that just don't look good. Don't look good on paper. Don't look good in person. It's just the same car, but like slower and goes less far than the ICE counterpart at more expensive price. It, it currently makes no sense. Is plug-in hybrids a good a good lifestyle? Because then you have to do both. You have to both fill up your car you don't, at a traditional you don't, gasoline. You can, no, you can run a full electric. If you decide. It, okay. If the, the all-electric range. is the backup power. Oh, the right. Gasoline's the right. No, power. yeah. If the all-electric range is Runs out, within then your. You have the gas, no, yes. no. Yeah, yeah. If, if your daily commute is within the all-electric range, yeah, you don't have to do it. But let's say you do. So you have to deal with the hassle of both gasoline and then mm -hmm. go through the hassle of either finding a charging station or putting in you know, a charging point in your house, which is already a big hurdle for many people that, that say they don't want an electric car. So they have to do both of the sides of the maintenance of having a, both a gasoline car and an electric car. Both without... does not equal double the work. Both is still half the work because EVs don't add extra effort. They subtract effort because you wake up every morning, your car's plugged in and it's charged. For the most part, the average person will see a, will see a public charger, what, maybe once or twice a year? Right, we both agree that the average person drives less than forty miles a day. So if we have a fifty-mile uh, range hybrid, for the most part, you'll only use that electric range. And then the one day that you would have to wait the hour and a half to charge at, at a charger, you wouldn't. You'd have the benefit of only spending five minutes at a gas station. I wouldn't plug. I wouldn't plug a plug-in hybrid car into a public charger. That would be a bit silly. No, you can tell it to the you know our local mall. I see, I see plug-in, I see a uh, yeah, but those plug -in people hybrids are silly. At the, at the <laughs> <laughs> it's not a charge point. I don't even know what what brand of charger that is. I think it is a charge point. Might be a charge point. Uh, regardless, I mean, if you're deep into the Tesla community or EV community in general, I th you, you you most likely are the type to demonize any sorts of emissions. So, uh, you know, I'm sure that's a big reason as to why they feel that plug-in hybrids are just the lazy way out for um, automakers that don't really want to fully commit to full electric cars at this point. So that's why you, saying Tesla of all people, making a plug-in hybrid received a fairly expected amount of backlash for your controversial opinions. Listen, if Elon Musk said tomorrow that Tesla was making a plug-in hybrid, all of these people will, will flip their opinions on the spot. Well, if the plug-in hybrid they make has like 80 to 100 miles I think of all-electric range. I think it would be more. I well, would, at that I point, would... you might as well just make a fully electric car. What, what? No, see, I think what BMW did with the i3 is best. 
you make a fully electric car and then have a gas range extender. You have the full range of the EV, and then you have the small gas tank. So instead of when you're on a road trip, you don't have to wait an hour and a half to charge. You just fill up with gas, and it's quicker because it's, again, once or twice a year. Once or twice a year, you'd save so much more time. I don't think this is a battle that you're going to win. No, it's not. And I don't there's think... This, there's a lot of battles I won't win. This is I mean, one of them. I mean, electric cars definitely dominate the news cycle, so it's hard for me to even come up with future plug-in hybrids that are coming out in the next couple of years, but I, it doesn't seem like... At the at the very least, brands aren't putting a lot of hype into future plug-in hybrids, so I don't think we'll we'll get to that point where we see you know Chevy Volt type cars with very large amounts of all electric range, but then a gasoline engine as well. Maybe from the if if the Mazda MX-30 is anything to go off of, maybe the Japanese will do it because the Mazda MX-30 only has 124 miles of range, and then we'll offer a range extender through a gasoline rotary engine so maybe maybe toyota honda and all of them will 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 ride that train with you but from what i see in the american brands and european brands it doesn't seem like plug-in hybrids are going to be very popular in the future i don't really care who does it but okay i want a good plug-in hybrid what about all the people that simply can't have an EV today? We use your dad as an example a lot. Mm-hmm. He drives an excessive amount of miles. Mm-hmm. One, one might say too many miles. One might say too many miles. He cannot get into an EV today. Probably not even a 500 range Model S. No, doesn't doesn't have a charger at the apartment, doesn't have a charger at work. But he could get into a plug-in hybrid. And would that be worse or le- worse or better than just a straight ICE? Uh, it would be better. Okay. Um, what about the people who are still questioning EVs, that don't fully trust the tech, that don't understand? We have this battle to fix EV misconception and, and infrastructure knowledge and charging knowledge that the regular consumers just don't have. Mm-hmm. It is so much easier to sell someone on a halfway point than it is to fix these these errors in their mind. Well, some and then once they have it, and once it's there, and once they try it out, and they realize, wow, I I I drove thirteen thousand miles this year, just the average miles driven a year, mm-hmm. and of that, I only used five gallons of gas. The rest was all fully electric. I think then they'll be like, I I guess I can make a a move to a fully electric car. I think a lot of people who buy plug-in hybrids today will not be buying a plug-in hybrid the second time around. I think they will shift to fully electric cars. Probably it would be an interesting, interesting study to find. But well, uh, go study it. Start start counting. Start start walk start to counting. the local dealer and start a tally. Start 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 calling dealers. <laughs> how many how many plug-in trade-ins did you get? I'm gonna ask Elon Musk on Twitter. I don't see a con. I don't see a con I, at all. There is a con. People will say that the effort they put into plug-in hybrid should have just been put into more battery electric vehicles. That will be your con. I'm not saying replace the effort. Well, there's a finite amount there's of effort anyone or anything not can every give. Automaker and if you're going to divide it up. As of today, not every automaker is going full electric. So you can't you can't add a con to a con that already exists. 
if they take that half of the business that's you're right so they're they're already they're already halfway going into battery electric and you want to halfway that halfway from the other side i want a half from the other side because again battery electric cars need to be built from the ground up so if i take let's say 50 percent of ford's business structures into evs currently Mm -hmm. i want to take i want to take 25 percent of the ice's 50 percent because it's it's easier to slap a a gasoline motor in, uh, uh, a battery electric motor into an already existent IC platform than it is the other way around. It's hard to it's hard to slap a motor into an electric car. It wouldn't make sense for them to do. It wouldn't make sense for Ford to make a a plug-in hybrid must, uh, Mustang Mach-E now that they have the fully electric variant. They would have to build the platform from the ground up. Now on the other hand, it'd be very easy or not very easy, but easier for them to slap a plug-in hybrid version of the regular Mustang that already exists as an ICE. So it would only increase EV effort. It's not adding to the BEV effort, but it's increasing overall EV effort, which will in turn increase battery efforts, help with supplies, help with technology, innovation, and all that. I don't see cons. Well, you can call up all the CEOs and ask them what's what, what's up. Jim Farley, hit me up. Um, Elon Musk, uh, don't, don't, don't make a don't, plug-in hybrid. Everyone will hate you. Don't hit him up. <laughs> Dude, do not hit us up. Well, at least don't hit us up for that. Um. Uh, I forgot what Mister Volkswagen's name is. Would you buy a plug-in hybrid before buying a fully electric car? Right now, that's as a, a, assuming that you can put any, assuming you could put a hundred miles of range into any car that's currently available, not based off of current lineup. Because again, the argument is we currently have a dog poo poo pile of PHEV options. So, assuming you could just slap 100 miles of range into any ICE, would you choose that well, over 100 miles of range EV? is a very, like, a lot. Well, that's what I mean when I say a good plug-in hybrid, like the BMW i3. That has over 100 miles of range, and it has a gasoline motor. Um, Why would I say I want a good plug-in hybrid and then say, yeah, I want... Instead of 20 miles, 22 miles. <laughs> well, because it's like you got to be somewhat realistic given what, what we've been given. You know, it's like it, it, it's like going shopping and finding a $500 jacket or something that you really like and be like, you know what, for 20 bucks, definitely would buy this. You know, that's not – you can't be like, well, the average is like 25 miles. But let's yeah, hypothetically but say it's 100 miles. Anymore. You're no that's, longer arguing my argument because my that's, whole that's argument like, that's, is I want a better. That's like that's like me going to my dad and being like, "Well, okay, dad, I know the you know the Model Three is like three hundred something miles, three hundred fifty miles, and for you apparently that's not enough. But what if it was a thousand miles? Would that be enough for you?" And then he'll be like, "Well, damn, son, I guess a thousand miles, but you know that is way over the the current capabilities we have. You're well, really have forcing a, my hand into this." Aperta. Yeah, but Aperta looks. Got a thousand miles. Uh, yeah, but Aperta's. A barely Aptera, whatever it is, it's barely a car. <laughs> barely a car. It's three wheels. I need a four wheels. That's it's twenty five percent less than a car. And it's twenty five percent less than a car. It's only a car. Well, we know the we know the EV option. So let's say a five year outlook. We know what's coming out in five years. Uh, everyone except really Tesla. Of that, of those options, of those future options, assuming again you could put a hundred miles into any. ICE today, are you still choosing an electric car? Uh, in my current living situation? Probably not. Yeah, in your current, because I would say your current living situation would probably be the United States average apartment living. I don't have the stats on that, but I'm going to say a lot of people live in apartments. <laughs> probably not. 
But the but I can't. The now, electric cars now, being offered you, are more exciting. I want to say. Now here's if, the question. So right now in your current in your yeah. current living situation, you can't have an electric car. That's just fact. Well, right. without, it, you would have to go out of your way without going out of my way. It would be more of a hassle than a convenience. An EV should be a convenience. As of right now, today, you cannot have an electric car. Mm-hmm. Would you choose a plug-in hybrid over an ICE counterpart? Assuming same price, assuming same car. If there was a good one, and I mean, yeah, good again, one, not, not only, not on, no, not only because of range, but just an exciting car too. Because most well, plug-in hybrids are like, you know, <laughs> Corollas, Camrys. No, but whatever, car, whatever ICE you'd be looking at, mm-hmm. if that car also had a plug-in hybrid variant at a hundred mile range, would you choose the straight-up gasoline version or the ICE version? Well, I'm once sorry. again, in you this unrealistic, I mean. in this unrealistic hypothetical where they're both the same price, then yeah. Okay. But you, you know, you just threw out a lot of. A lot of them that have a hundred yeah. miles of range and want to be the same price as the ICE car. Well, okay. Well, plug-in hybrids currently have a huge premium on them. Yeah. Not because they're worth more. Uh, actually, their resale is a little better, but it's because the uh, the battery cost. Mm-hmm. But as we've seen with Ford and, and companies continuing to develop batteries, costs are coming down. I believe Ford stated that they're not going to lose any money on the Must- Mustang Mach-E, mm-hmm. which is kind of impressive given Ford's low margins since half their half the car's profit goes to the dealerships versus mm-hmm. the manufacturer. Mm-hmm. So we're getting to that point where plug-in hybrids will come down in comparable cost to ICs. I think plug-in hybrids will come closer to ICE costs faster than BEVs will. That's that's another argument to be made. Mm. I just I don't know. Maybe I I don't know. Maybe maybe in the 2030s we'll see ironically. Maybe 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 hype for all electric cars will will kind of die down over the next decade and everyone who's really into electric cars will have bought one but then the rest of the you know ludites who don't want to have something that doesn't have a gasoline engine in will will be the only market left to sell to and then maybe that's when plug-in hybrids will come into their own but for the time being it feels like there's enough hype for electric cars to have companies justify not putting too much effort into their plug-in hybrids because everyone wants an electric car at this point or at least there's a big enough market a lot of people are waiting for that electric car that's going to do a thousand, two thousand miles of range, and they can't commit until some ridiculous number like that is achieved, if ever achieved. Mm-hmm. But a lot of those people also would buy a plug-in hybrid today, if they were good. 